And um, I never imagined she would be doing what she does today. Because as she grew up, she was training to be a scientist. And uh, she was studying chemistry and went on to do a master's in physical chemistry in Karachi University and was thinking of moving on to do a doctorate and end up in an ivory tower. However, during a YWAM training program that we ran in Karachi, the Lord told us something very unusual. In fact, she's the only person I know who was given such instruction from the Lord. Now, I don't know everybody, of course, but <laughs> it's an unusual calling because it's a calling to lead people into worship, but not as church congregations. The Lord told her to lead nations into worship. And when you read the Psalms, you read a call to worship to the nations, don't you? When you read the prophets like Jeremiah and Isaiah, the dream is that the nations of the world would worship the Lord. And then Jesus, of course, said, the time is coming when we'll worship in spirit and truth. And that applies universally. So it's my pleasure to introduce Syra to you. It's the first time she's ever taught on her calling. She does it rather than teach it. But um, she's a fine example of worship leader, the vested discipline and training in excelling in her skill. And I highly commend her to you. Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me? Okay. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. Uh, I call her auntie because I know her she, when I was little, 12 years old. And uh, she has a great... Can you, can you all hear me? Yes. She has a great uh, investment in my life. <laughs> I was born and brought up in Pakistan. And uh, as you know, Pakistani Christians are persecuted. And I have seen persecution. I have seen prejudice and discrimination. But praise the Lord. I mean, you could, you could not tell by my face now. <laughs> because God has taken away. God healed me. Because I asked God to heal me. And uh, I wanted to become a nuclear scientist. <laughs> and I was doing very well. But God has different plans for my life. God uh, wanted me to make songs rather than making, you know, phones. <laughs> so today I'm going to preach uh, praise and worship. And uh, most of my uh, preaching will be based on my testimony that what God has uh, did in my life and uh, how he glorified his name. Because I was such a shy person a few decades ago. I couldn't stand up or even speak to two people because come, coming from a broken family background. And uh, it was very difficult for me. And now God has completely changed me. <laughs> because in 2007, I heard God. And uh, he said he wants me to, uh, to lead praise and worship. And I said, well, I've never been to singing. <laughs> How can I sing? And God provided everything. Anyway, um, so what is praise and worship? Praise and worship as an Asian, I come from Pakistan, as Asian, we see 
you know, we, we don't see like Western world see things. We see like Western world, you know, they categorize each and everything, like praise is separate things and worship is separate. But as Asian, I see everything as a whole. It's like a step, thanksgiving, then praise, and then you go to worship. So it's like a whole big thing, which actually there, these are ways to give you access to uh, access God's presence and to have fellowship with him. That's what God's purpose was and is from Genesis to Revelation. That was his whole purpose to have fellowship with us, to have to, he wants to speak to us. That what, that, that's why he made us. You know, that's why he gave us two ears to hear him. He gave us mouth, tongue to praise him. That's what we read in Psalm 100. Um, I enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. So, we cannot praise God until we know his character. We cannot praise God until we know who he is. And he reveals himself when we ask him. <laughs> because that tells us uh, his, one of his character that God is not a dictator. He, is, he wants to have a fellowship with us. He's not a dictator like saying, oh, do this and don't do this, you know. God is humble God. Our God is humble God. And uh, God's words are simple. His words are straightforward. And his words are very simple to understand. Because he knows us. He knows how we think. He knows our heart. Like God said, uh, let's read 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. In Jeremiah 17, 9, we see the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick who can understand it. Matthew chapter 15, verse 16 uh, to 20. Don't you see that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach? and then out of the body, but the things that come out of the mouth come from the heart, and these make a man unclean. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. These are what make a man unclean. So God can see what's in our heart, and if we want to praise him, if we want to worship him, we first we need to know who he is. And we need to ask him to reveal his characters through his revelation to us. Of course, we, we can find out what his character, you know, we can read the scripture and we, we can find out uh, what he, how he is look like and what he thinks and what he wants, what his will is. Uh, but, we also need, you know, we, we go further because God always pushes our boundary. You know, he, he always pushes out of our comfort zone <laughs> like he did it to me. <laughs> so
So I was thinking I wanted to become a, you know, a scientist and I was thinking all and uh, in 2007, God gave me this word. Uh, when I was ended up, I, I cut, I'm actually I'm on to uh, summarizing all my stories because it's quite long. It needs days and days to tell you. <laughs> so in 2007, I, I ended up after finishing my um, uh, submitting my thesis in Karachi University. So I ended up in uh, Youth with a Mission Discipleship Training School where my father, Uncle Zafar, he and uh, Auntie Rosemary was uh, leading discipleship training school for pastors. And so I happened to go there and, uh, you know, they were having a prayer meeting at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so uh, Uncle Zafar, I'll say Uncle Zafar because so, so you may all understand. So he was, he shared the word of God from uh, Matthew chapter five, verse eight, that blessed are in pure heart, so they will see God. And that really, that verse really changed my life. Whatever I am today is because of that verse. <laughs> and God gave me his revelation and then we, you know, separated and then we were having prayer time, quiet time. And I just, and I just did a simple prayer. I said, God, I want to see you. <laughs> simple. And God did reveal himself to me. God revealed my heart to me. And God said, I want to work in your life, but I can't. God said, because your heart is full of bitterness. And I was like, what? You know, because I was thinking that I was going to the church and, you know, doing praise and worship and, you know, or I was active in church activities, doing everything. And I was thinking that I never harmed anybody. I was, instead, I was helping people. But God, what is this? And then God mentioned that person's name. I mean, that's very personal, so I don't want to mention his name. And I was like, wow, I didn't know that. You know, sometimes we don't know what's in our heart. We need God to reveal uh, to our heart. So, so he did that, and then it took me a while. I, I forgive that person at the same day, but it took me a few hours to do that. <laughs> Praise the Lord, and I repented. And since then, God spoke into my dreams, and he said he called me for praise and worship, and that, that is my calling. And, you know, I used to pray that, God, please change my calling because, you know, I can't sing. So can you, I can do lots of things. You know, I was giving ideas to the Lord. <laughs> and Lord wouldn't be like, you know, looking at me and smiling, listening. And uh, I said, you know, I can do that in nuclear chemistry. You know, I'm very good. And how about this? I can still glorify your name. But God said, nope. <laughs> God said, I have this. Because you see, God's words are very straightforward. They're very simple. And in the beginning, we can't understand. We, we don't, I didn't understand what God is saying. Because Pakistan, in Pakistan, if you are a singer, you know, if you, if you sing, then you, you, they think that you are a bad person. <laughs> so, so I was saying that, that God, you know, how can you reach? It's now I know, now it's everything is clear that uh, how God can uh, reveal his plans, 
He revealed his plans in my life and he gave me, he promised me in my dreams that he's going to give me new melodies and which he did. He gave me new melodies and I'm making a song out of it. So, so what is praise? Uh, we, we can read chapter, Hebrew chapter 13, verse 15. So Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess his name. Why do we praise God? Because he's good. You know, in Psalm 100, uh, we, we read verse 5, For the Lord is good, his mercy endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. We just sang it. We just sang this psalm. And uh, our sister, you know, beautifully, I like her dance when she does with the <laughs> flag. So in Revelation uh, chapter 4, we, we, we read, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by all by your will they existed and were created. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So I want everybody to, how if we read uh, Psalm 148, uh, please. And I'll count one, two, three, four, and then we all start together. Okay? <laughs> Is it okay? Yes. If we have a Psalm on the screen, please. Not coming. <laughs> Technical problems. Um, yay! Good. Hallelujah. Okay. One, two, three, four. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from heavens. Praise him in the angels above. Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all his heavenly hosts. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you shining stars. Praise him, you highest heavens and you waters of the skies. Let them praise the name of the Lord. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for at his command they were created, and he established them forever and ever. He issued a decree that will never Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures. Praise the Lord. Did God leave anything? I think he asked everything, all living beings, to praise him. 
because he is worthy to be praised. You know, it's somewhere in human nature as well. You know, when I cook food, so I expect Stephen to, you know, say something like encouraging stuff. And when wife could cook food and husband just eat, you know, we get a little bit discouraged. We want them to say something, you know, because we spend hours and hours cooking food. And in our cuisine, in Asian cuisine, we cook food for eight hours, you know. So, so we, this is in our human nature as well. And I love British people, you know, they, they express themselves, they, they are very careful with the words, and uh, they say things, they say their sentences calculated and very careful. I love them, and I love British culture. Like, uh, you know, we do, my vocal coach, Paul Knight, um, he's a believer, and he has been in classical world, he's 72 years old, and he has been uh, composing classical music for over like uh, 50 years <laughs> and uh, a beautiful man of God, humble man of God and uh, uh, he's my teacher and he teaches me. So whenever I have you know achieved something like for example I want to share as you are my brother and sisters I want to share that uh, a few years ago uh, British government requested me to record um, uh, British national anthem so East Sussex, so they can play in their, uh, you know, uh, ceremonies, like when they give you nationality, so they play uh, my version of uh, British National Anthem. And I was so happy because this is God's, you know, this is God, God gave this, me this opportunity. And I went to my vocal coach, you know, and I was telling him, because we Asian, when we celebrate, we celebrate whether we achieve something or whether we don't achieve. <laughs> we say still we tried. <laughs> so we find any excuse to celebrate. So I went to him, you know, thinking as Asian mind that, you know, he will say, oh, well done. Oh, very good. We should celebrate. I said, oh, uh, uh, Paul, you know, I got this opportunity. And uh, after singing that national anthem, I received a letter from lady in waiting and queen appreciated me in that letter. And you know, she, and I was like, wow, that's, I couldn't imagine. And he said, it's good. <laughs> I said, oh, that's it? Okay, let's learn I mean, your song. Said, oh, okay. And Auntie Rosemary, I mean, she's very British. <laughs> I know her since I was, I mean, I was little. And uh, when we go to Pakistan and, you know, we preach the gospel and we come home and rejoicing and we say oh you know god saved us god protected us this time we nearly died but thank god god saved us and there were so many brothers and sisters muslim brothers and sisters you know who came to the lord and she listened <laughs> and i thought maybe god is british <laughs> because in genesis chapter one god you know he created this whole earth big seas big mountains you know he created us we all are different and what he said it is good <laughs> so praise the lord and uh, so it's it's just um, amazing you know how god made us he is the artist he's the creator he made us we all are different we all he gave us different talent he gave us different thinking and that was his beauty. So thank God for his diversity. Even we look 
if, even if we look at the red roses, I love red roses, you know, even we, if you look at the red roses, they are all, of course, from the same species, but they look all different. And that's his character, that he is a creative God, and he doesn't repeat. And who repeats? Devil, our enemy. He copies. So, so we, <coughs> so I, I hugely inspired um, by the scripture, First Chronicle, uh, chapter twenty-three, where how King David worshipped and praised God. It's amazing, you know. It's we we read that uh, he actually made four thousand instruments, and uh, they were well organized when we when they used to praise. They used to practice a lot. I mean, you can. Uh, read the whole um, uh, chapter when you go home, First Chronicle chapter 23 and First Chronicle chapter 15. You will read that how much, because of the fear of the God. What is fear of the Lord? Proverb 9 says that hate what God hates, love what God loves. It's living continuously, 24-7 in his presence. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Worship and praise is a lifestyle. It reflects wherever you go, you take God's presence. You take his anointing. When you go in the darkness, people, you know, people who are living in darkness, they could easily see your light. Because God, when God is with you, it's easy. I have been interviewed with so many, um, you know, journalists, and recently I've been interviewed by a um, lady journalist and, um, and she, she writes for a very famous newspaper in uh, Middle East. So she, she came and she was a bit, you know, nervous because, you know, as a, when you are a singer, you're a celebrity, you know, in Pakistan, they treat people very badly. <laughs> so she was thinking that and she was, came to me and she was like very nervous and I, I hugged her and uh, I made her tea, which is very unusual. But as, a, as we know of a Lord, because he, was, he came to serve us, not to be served. And she could see that, she could see that. And she said, you know, I never met a person, I never met a celebrity who ever <laughs> made a cup of tea for me. <laughs> and I said, I can cook food for you. I'm a very good cook. <laughs> So this is the light, you know, it shines. You, you don't need to say anything. It just comes up. They can see it. They can recognize it. And then they follow. That's how we, we get our audience. <laughs> so when God takes me to different places to lead uh, praise and worship, and, uh, and when people see, you know, people who, who don't know the Lord, so they see that light and they see, what is this? And then they follow us and then, you know, they come and then, then it all like, it's a chain. <laughs> That's the whole purpose. That's the whole purpose of NJ Arts, Mujha Center, which is light of the world. It means, who is the light of the world? Jesus. So, so I hugely inspired uh, by King David, how he led, how he did praise and worship because he knew his father. He knew his character. He knew uh, 
his standard, that what God wants, he knew that. And uh, with that uh, fear, with that love for him, he, he did everything. He made uh, 4,000 instruments. And I was thinking that, you know, David was born in 1040 BC uh, to, and he died in 970 BC. So how many, if you minus 1040 minus 970, how, how many years? Any mathematician? <laughs> Uh, 50? 10, 40 minus 970. It's, it's 70. Yes, yeah, 70. So just imagine, uh, just divide 4,000 <laughs> with 70. So that would be any mathematician? Ella? <laughs> 4,000 divided by uh, 70. Okay, so if we say like 50 instrument or 60 instrument, he made per year. I never made a single instrument online. <laughs> so, you know, King David inspired our music structure, our whole classical, Pakistani classical and uh, Indian classical music. I mean, we have Indian sitting here. It's inspired by King David's uh, music structure, the ragas. And we have ragas, but unfortunately, the families in Pakistan and India, you know, they control the music knowledge and they don't give it to, especially to Christians. They don't pass on their knowledge because they think if we pass on, then they lose their control. And uh, they want to be being, become like a, want to be like a head of the music institute. So there is no music institute for Pakistani Christians. And uh, mo uh, majority of the Pakistani Christians, they are from a poor family background. And there are institute run by Muslims, but uh, they cannot afford you know, to go there. So, so it's what we are doing, but how God is using us is uh, leading, um, uh, training, uh, Pakistani church choirs. I train Pakistani church choirs via Zoom and uh, uh, I give them free vocal lessons. So, so that's God, uh, how God is using. And um, it's, it's so important that when God called me for praise and worship in 2007, and after that I was a bit lazy, you know, practicing music, and God confronted me. And God said, you're not giving me your 100%. And uh, God led me to these scriptures, First Chronicles um, chapter 15. And uh, I repented and I said, God, from now on, I will praise you. I will work hard. But God, give me good teachers. Because they, they have Levites. They have uh, skillful maestros who were actually basically appointed to teach all the singers. And they used to practice, whether they're string instruments or drums, they used to practice. They were like a whole village, uh, King David, you know, uh, allowed to, uh, to just to praise God. But they, they, they practiced before they used to come to the Lord because they were uh, getting this skill, uh, doing it with the fear of the Lord. It's like love, 
in their heart for, for the Lord. And so I started practice and I said, okay, God, provide me good teachers, good maestro, God-fearing maestro. And he did. I praise him for that. And uh, <clears throat> so, so let's move on to worship. Like I said, worship is a lifestyle. And uh, it's, worship is when we and God, we become one in spirit. And we worship God because he's holy. John chapter 4, verse 23 and 24. But the hour is coming, Jesus said, but the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is a spirit and, sorry, <clears throat> those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. So that is, that is when, when we recognize it's a spirit and how we recognize the spirit when we know who God is, who our father is, when we are one, when he tell us his plans. And uh, it's, it's just a wonderful experience and it's a lifestyle. You live in praise and worship condition 24-7. It doesn't just stay for a limited time and then go away. You stay. You take that wherever you go. And wherever you go, God, God shows you what he wants, what his will. Like Jesus, what he did, he did God's will. His father, all his ministry, he worshipped. His father, we worship our father through teaching, through healing, and through hospitality. So worship is, is, is abroad. And, and we need to ask God to give us a revelation about his worship. We need to ask God, God to teach us how to worship. We need to ask God to teach us how to praise him. Hallelujah. And, uh, and I, I like, you know, um, hospitality, as we're talking about hospitality, like Brother Marcos uh, mentioned that, you know, if we clean, if we wash, if we cut the vegetable, it's worship. So we have our beautiful, you know, sister Feli and Virioka, you know, they, they have such a beautiful ministry, like, you know, they do hospitality, they make tea for us, they cook food for us, and they do it because they are worshiping. They know they are worshiping the Lord. And I like the way, and Jesus fed 5,000 men. And I wish I could cook like Jesus. <laughs> he blessed the food, boom, fed 5,000 people. <laughs> so praise, praise the Lord for that. And, um, and, and worship is, uh, has so many aspects. I mean, we can do God worship. We can worship God in so many different ways. Helping each other, like Jesus washed uh, disciples' feet. What he did, he served us. And we can, we serve through whatever talent God has given us, we serve each other. 
like you know when i started learning music uh so karen was one in london who actually taught me music <laughs> and uh it was so so wonderful you know and uh, alas uh uh, recently, Karen told me, she, she said, you, she came to me and it really blessed me. And she said, you know, Saira, whenever I see your uh, uh, Facebook or social media, that you're praising Lord, going different uh, places and proclaiming the word of the Lord, I say, I have my contribution in that. And I said, yes, of course. And that's how, see, we, we need to lift up each other. We, we are empty without Jesus. We are, we are weak. That's why he chose us, so he can become our strength, you know? So we need to strengthen each other. We need to, um, what do you say, help each other. Whatever we have, we need to give everything, everything to God. We can't save 1% or we say 99%. No, God wanted all like Abraham worshipped him, like David, King David worshipped him, like Jesus worshipped him. What he, Jesus prayed? Our Father who, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. That was his prayer. And that should be our prayers as well because I follow, you know, we are the followers of Christ. And like I said, maybe God, God is British. <laughs> Jesus was very Asian. <laughs> he used to go to people's house without telling, without making any invitation, <laughs> appointment. So I can come to your house anytime. And I said, well, <laughs> anyway. So, um, uh, yes, so praise the Lord. And uh, like Karen invested in my life, in my, in my music ministry. And, uh, you know, and now God is, uh, using me, uh, so I'm teaching lots of people uh, via Zoom in Pakistan, and uh, we are actually making them and uh, helping them so they can learn music, they can praise God, and uh, and then I have another project. You can please all pray about it. That uh, I'm working on a New Testament uh, in Punjabi language, basically. Uh, there are, I think, 100 million Punjabi in Pakistan, 100 million. And they don't have gospel in their own language because we are not allowed to use uh, a Sikh script because Pakistan is Islamic country. <laughs> so they can't read and write in their own language. So God gave us vision. Okay, they can't read and write. What about singing? <laughs> So I'm singing, so I have the whole New Testament in the form of uh, Punjabi poetry, which was done by uh, Joshua Fazaldeen in 1940s, around 1940s. And uh, can we have a picture of him? Yes. And so he, he was a lawyer and God gave him this vision to trans to uh, to con uh, to actually put whole New Testament in the form of Punjabi poetry, he used the Persian script. I can I can read Persian script and I can read our Arabic script because Urdu is you know we taken from Persian. So 
so what we are doing, I'm, it's, it's literally a word of God, like each and every verse, and I'm singing it, I'm composing songs to sing, so which means that if uh, any eight years old uh, would hear the song, if he's actually remembering or memorizing the word of the God from the New Testament. So it's a, quite a big project, and I want uh, everybody to pray, and if you want to talk more about it, you can speak to me or, you know, our team. And uh, because, you know, we can't do anything alone. We need each other to complete each other. So I thank God and uh, thank you for today. Thank you for having me today. So let's pray. <clears throat> thank you, Lord, for your words, which are straight and very simple, Lord. Lord, you are beautiful, Lord. And uh, Lord, I pray that you reveal yourself, your characters to us, Lord. Lord, we thank you. And Lord, I pray that you bless each and everybody. I pray and ask everything in your name, Lord. Amen. Thank you.